You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 279, 10 Parenting Goals for the New Year. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Happy Hanukkah to those of you who celebrate. I love this time of year, and I want it to be as calm and joyous as possible for you. So if you haven't checked out my latest workshop called How to Get Through the Holidays Without Yelling at Your Kids, be sure to check out the replay by going to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash replay. So 2024 is fast approaching. And as you know, the new year often sparks enthusiasm and motivation for setting goals and making positive lifestyle changes. Have you thought about what you'd like to improve or focus on in the new year when it comes to your parenting? If not, I've got 10 ideas for you today. Now, there may be several that you want to work on, but do yourself a favor and just choose one because often when you work on one area, other areas of your life will naturally change too. The first goal is to carve out time every day for self-care. That's right, every day. Before you get all defensive and start telling me why that's impossible, hear me out. The self-care I'm referring to doesn't have to take more than 10 minutes. It could be waking up 10 minutes earlier to enjoy a cup of coffee in peace before everyone else wakes up. It could be walking around the block while listening to your favorite podcast or reading 10 minutes of a good book every day. The idea is to start sending a message to your brain and to those around you that you matter and you must take care of yourself if you're going to be able to take care of anyone else. Make a list of all the activities that bring you joy and relaxation, considering those that can be done in shorter periods of time. Set aside a specific time each day for self-care and start incorporating it into your routine or schedule. Keep a daily self-care journal to track activities and your feelings afterward and notice improvements in your mood, stress levels, and overall well-being. The second goal is to be more present and connected with your kids so that you foster trust and strengthen the emotional bond between you. Again, you can start with just 10 minutes if you want. Dedicate specific times each day to engage with your kids without distractions. Designate areas or times where phones and other devices are put away to enhance your connection. Practice active listening during conversations with your kids to show genuine interest in them and their lives. And don't forget to be playful and have fun. Gauge your success by observing positive changes in both your and your kids' behavior and emotions. The third goal is to establish better routines to help your days run more smoothly and to reduce stress for you and your kids. Identify one routine to improve at a time, morning, homework, mealtime, or bedtime. Create a plan to follow and stick to it consistently for a week or two evaluating what works, what doesn't, and what can be better. Then adjust your plan as needed based on your findings and do it again. The key is to approach it like a scientist 
and see everything as data instead of as a success or failure. Also, pay attention to stress levels during and after the routine for both you and your kids. Goal number four is to reduce the amount of yelling you do so that you model effective communication and problem-solving skills and emotional regulation. Your kids feel emotionally safe around you and you feel calmer and proud of how you're showing up as a mom. Practice pausing before responding and choose calm, constructive language. When you do yell, acknowledge it and apologize, then reflect on what happened and how you could have handled things differently. Keep track of instances when you yell and notice any patterns. Tracking will also help you measure your progress. The fifth goal is to develop a growth mindset so you can see your challenges and your kids' challenges as opportunities for learning and self-improvement rather than failures and reasons to quit. Start paying attention to your responses when faced with challenges and setbacks. Shift your focus from whether something is a success or failure to what you learned from each experience. The sixth goal is to practice being kinder to yourself and stop beating yourself up so you can enjoy parenting more without the unnecessary mom guilt and suffering. Practice self-compassion by treating yourself with the same kindness you offer others and replace your self-critical thoughts with more positive and encouraging ones. The seventh goal is to learn more about your child's unique needs so you can help them get those needs met with love and understanding. Engage your kids in conversations about their preferences and feelings and have regular check-ins with them to discuss changes. Read books, attend workshops, or seek professional advice to better understand their stage of development and their social and emotional needs at each stage. The eighth goal is to let go of trying to control every aspect of your kids' lives and instead start encouraging their independence, their sense of responsibility, and their self-confidence. Give them age-appropriate tasks, involve them in some family decision-making, and celebrate their accomplishments. Measure your success by observing their self-confidence and sense of responsibility, as well as the overall harmony and cooperation in the family. The ninth goal is to stop people-pleasing and create boundaries around your time so that you live your life according to your values rather than making decisions based on external validation and expectations. First, you'll want to identify your personal values and practice saying no and setting boundaries in small ways by politely declining requests or commitments that don't align with your values. Over time, you'll notice less overwhelm, stress, and resentment associated with people-pleasing. And the 10th goal is to increase your self-trust as a mom so you can rely on your inner wisdom more and make parenting decisions with confidence. Reflect on past decisions you've made that you feel good about and how you came to those decisions. Start making decisions by seeking your own internal validation rather than looking to others for answers and approval. Achieving any of these goals is a gradual process that requires patience and persistence. The second Friday in January is dubbed Quitter's Day because people are likely to quit their goals on that day. And 80% of New Year's resolutions are completely forgotten by mid-March. The excitement wears off, people get distracted, and as I've mentioned on this podcast before, the brain hates change. Change requires effort, and one of the brain's main goals is to conserve energy. 
Accomplishing goals often requires a combination of various types of support, like emotional support, accountability to keep you on track, and access to resources or tools to help you incorporate new habits. The right life coach can help you with all of those things. And lucky for you, I happen to be a life coach. I also specialize in helping moms with all 10 of the goals I mentioned today. That said, I may not be the right life coach for you, and that's okay. I always offer a free consultation so we can determine that ahead of time. And should we decide we're not a match, then I'll offer you some other resources or refer you to someone who might be a better fit. I've blocked time on my calendar through the end of December specifically for these calls because the people who decide on their goals before January are usually the ones who are committed and ready for change. To book your free call, go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and let's make 2024 the year you feel calm, connected, and confident in your parenting. I just finished working with a private client who said that if she hadn't hired me, it would have taken her way longer to meet her goals. She also said, quote, it's the best investment you can make for yourself and your family. Nothing feels better than being confident in your parenting and connecting more with your kids. End quote. I couldn't agree more. I hope this episode gave you some ideas for how to improve your parenting in the new year, and I'd love to be your guide to help you achieve your goals. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now. Oh,